the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. Welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cudahy with you until 7 o'clock. And John Kelleher has joined me for another edition of The Last Post when John tells us all about someone who has recently passed away, somebody we have uh, never heard of and probably should have heard of. And this week, John, it is US Marine Colonel Dave Severance. Great name, Dave Severance. Who was he? It's a, it's a great name, isn't it? Yeah, he was a, a, a career soldier, a Marine captain. And his men, it was a unit that he commanded, his men raised the flag at the very famous battle of Iwo Jima in 1945, which was a turning point in the Second World War, um, one of the fiercest uh, World War II battles. Um, and the picture that was taken was is one of the absolutely, I mean, I think many, many people have seen it. It's one of the most iconic images of the war. Um, and then, strangely, there's another story as well, because a second flag was raised after a day later, and that led to subsequent controversy, which involved him, because he, he became involved in a very prolonged uh, dispute to set the official record straight about which flag was which. Uh, but as I say, he was a career soldier. He went on to fight in two more American wars, Korea and Vietnam. Yeah, I'd, I'd wager everyone listening to this has seen the photo. If you're wondering which iconic World War II photo, it's the one where it's a group of US soldiers and it's like they're pushing a car up a hill. They have their shoulders yeah. to this kind of flagpole uh, that's been raised up. Uh, uh, lots of you, I'm sure, uh, will, will know exactly what we're talking about. Tell me about his early life, John. Uh, he was born in 1919 because uh, he was 102 when he died just a, couple, a week ago. But he was born in Milwaukee. And as a child, the family moved. When he was a child, they moved to Colorado. He went to the University of Washington in Seattle for a year. But his family couldn't afford the fees. So he enlisted at the age of 19 in the Marine Corps, which is where he stayed for all of his career. He had hoped to be a, a pilot. Okay, he, um, he he obviously didn't become uh, a pilot in the Marine Corps. Uh, he he was commissioned, I assume, though, eventually, was he? He, he was commissioned. Uh, in, in later years, he did actually get to fly, um, but initially he was commissioned as a lieutenant. Okay. Um, and his first combat was as a platoon commander in a battle for a, a Pacific island of uh, Bougainville in 1943, it was quite serious uh, because his platoon was ambushed and they were encircled, cut off by Japanese troops um, about a mile behind enemy lines. Uh, but they managed to fight their way out with only the loss of one Marine. And and he, he was commissioned as a lieutenant, or a lieutenant, sorry, as they say. He, he, he ended up colonel. He got promoted at some point to captain. Yes, early in 1944. I mean, promotions came quickly in, in wartime, as you know. And in, then in 1945, he was assigned to command a company that was going to play a part in that pivotal Iwo Jima battle. Remind us about Iwo Jima. Yeah, it's a, it's a hugely strategic importance, but it was a, it's a small island, about eight square miles, about 700 miles uh, south of Tokyo. And it was one of the very fiercest battles of World War II. Um, the Marines, the, the uh, Marines actually suffered 
one third of their total World War II casualties at Iwo Jima. So it, it, has, it's a, it has a real significance for the American Marine uh, Corps. Um, their, their strategic importance was because they needed the airstrips that were on Iwo Jima as a base for American fighter planes and also for their bombers that would be returning from missions uh, over Japan. But it had been, it's a, it's a volcanic island and much of the uh, landscape had been hollowed out by the Japanese who had built tunnels and bunkers. And uh, the, there was a Japanese garrison of 20,000 men who were prepared to fight to the last man and the vast majority, 99% of them did. Wow, God almighty, a bloody, bloody battle. So, I mean, tell me about Dave Severance's experience of it then, this unit he was in command of. Yes, well, he he, he was uh, in charge of six officers. There was a total of six officers and uh, 240 enlisted men under his command when a force of 70,000 American Marines landed on Iwo Jima. In, in February, on February the 19th, 1945. And it was, a, it was a fierce battle. There were very heavy casualties. But by around day five of what became, or what was a 35-day battle, the Marines had silenced most of the opposition from the, the Japanese um, soldiers um, who, were, who were ensconced, if you like, in caves on uh, a mountain, Mount Suribachi which was an extinct volcano. Uh, they were at the, uh, at the southern tip. Over the course of the battle, his unit suffered um, considerably. Three quarters of the men in his, of the 240 in his unit were killed or wounded, and all of the other five officers. Uh, and only 1% of the Japanese garrison were taken alive. Oh my God! So, like, whatever the casualties in the U.S. side, astronomical on the on, on the Japanese side. So, uh, how do we get there from from this battle on, on the slopes of Mount Suribachi to the flag being raised? Well, th this is this is really interesting because while the battle was actually still raging, uh, he was ordered to send a group of Marines to from his unit to plant a flag at the summit of Mount Suribachi. And he actually describes it, Kieran, here. There's a clip I think we have where in his own words, and remembering that he recorded this just a year or two ago when he was 100 years old, as he recalls that day 75 years ago. They got to the top without seeing any Japanese, and as they came down, the battalion commander called me and told me to send him a platoon. When they got to the command post, battalion commander gave the... Uh, Lieutenant Schreier, the, the small flag that Greedy Wells had brought ashore. They got to the top, they found some pipe. They hooked the small flag to that, and six of the men raised it at about 10.20 in the morning. Wow. Okay, so there he is, 100 years old. As you said, recording something that had happened 75 years previously. I mean, th there has been controversy. There was two flags, is that right? There, yeah, there was two flags. Uh, the controversy was that um, the Navy secretary, uh, James Forrestal was actually on a beach uh, down below. And when he saw the flag, he requested that it be kept uh, or that he keep it as a memento. But the battalion commander 
when he heard this, he had other ideas and he said, hell no, we put it up there and we're going to keep it. So <laughs> what happened was that uh, Colonel or Captain, as he then was, uh, Captain Severance was ordered to send a second group of Marines to the mountaintop with a much, as, as it happened, a much larger flag to replace the first one. And there was an Associated Press photographer called Joe Rosenthal there, and he took a picture that became the iconic picture we all know. And he actually, by the way, also won a Pulitzer Prize for it. Uh, that one of the six Marines, as you, as you described earlier, heaving the flagpole into position uh, and the flag swirling in the wind. Wow. OK, yeah. And, and like, look, like I said, everyone listening to this, I think, is, is going to be familiar with the photo. We're, we're describing, I mean, for for that alone, not to mention, I mean, the battle on Mount Suribachi and all of those casualties, I assume that Dave Severance and, and uh, many of his uh, brothers in arms, if we'll call it that, were, were awarded with uh, um, military honours. Oh, yeah, there were there were many military honours for those involved. Uh, he, he himself was awarded the Silver Star which was the Marines' third highest decoration for valour after the Medal of Honour and the, the Navy Cross. And the citation that accompanied it said that in a firefight for a, for a heavily defended ridge, he had, quote, skillfully directed the assault on this strong enemy position despite stubborn resistance. But he, he kind of joked himself later and said, I, I tell people that it was awarded for surviving. All right. Okay. I'm sure he, he did. By the way, Kieran, he did get a, have a, a, a. I mean, it really was dangerous. Uh, he did. He had a lucky escape. A close call. A bullet actually passed between his legs and struck a lieutenant who was standing behind him. Wow. Okay. So, like, I'm inevitable. I suppose you would have a close call, if not a ba bad injury or, or or worse, given what he experienced. What about after the war, John? Well, he fought in, in the Korean War. Um, he completed his flight training, actually, and he did get a chance to fly fighter aircraft. Um, he completed 69 missions and he, he got the Distinguished Flying Cross. And then he was promoted in 19, after the, that war in 1962. He was promoted to colonel. Um, he also served in, in Vietnam. And uh, by the time of his retirement, he was assistant director of personnel at Marine headquarters. Uh, okay, so that's what he did. I mean, he, he he never would have escaped, though, the legacy of Iwo Jima, certainly not in popular culture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, although, interestingly, he said himself in an interview last year with a, a military history magazine that he hadn't realised at the time what an emotional chord that uh, second flag raising was going to have back home. Um, it, it, he said it took Hollywood and John Wayne uh, to do that for him. When a movie called The Sands of Iwo Jima came out, um, then he, he realised the impact uh, that the battle had had on the, the nation. And then Clint Eastwood's movie as well, only a few years ago. Yeah, pretty good movie, actually. In 2006, Clint Eastwood uh, made Flags of Our Fathers, which was produced by Steven Spielberg. And that traced the stories of the... Is the individual stories of the six Marines who had appeared in that iconic photograph. Uh, I, the, he acted as a consultant on that movie, by the way. Oh, did he? Okay. Uh, that, that issue of the um, 
like the controversy and the questions around the flag and the staging of the photo. I mean, did, did he have to deal with that much in his life? He, yeah, he did. He, he, it actually became a, a, a serious concern uh, for him because various people had come forward over the years to claim they had a role in the raising of the, the flag. And there was controversy. Um, and for example, Joe Rosenthal, the AP photographer, who died the same year that the that Flags of Our Fathers came out, 2006, he was dogged throughout his life by rumours that he had staged the photo, which I don't think was true. But um, for many years, there was an official Marine version, uh, which was that the first flag was replaced because the battalion commander uh, had wanted a larger one so that more troops could see it. But that was absolutely not how um, Colonel now Colonel Severance recalled it. And he spent a, a lot of time trying to set the record straight about like who did what uh, then and why. And he told a journalist that he, he the reason he cared so much about the flag story, if you like, was because it spoke to the, the courage and the sacrifice that he'd witnessed every day for more than a month during that, that battle. And he was absolutely adamant that he personally heard the battalion commander insist that the original flag shouldn't be given to the Navy secretary. Uh, where are the flags now? The, both of them are actually in the National Museum of the Marine Corps, which is near Quantico in, in Virginia. And the picture, the original of the Joe, Joe Rosenthal picture, is in the National Archives. Oh, wow. OK. And... He, he he was a, a, a career soldier. He spent his whole life in it. Um, did he have a nice, quiet retirement? Did he get up to yeah, anything? Pretty, yeah, pretty quiet retirement with his memories, I think, because in private place at his home in San Diego was um, a copy, uh, a signed copy of the Joe Rosenthal picture and also a signed, uh, signed by Clint Eastwood co a poster of Flags of Our Fathers. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, uh, uh, listen, uh, a fascinating life, a great name. Again, I'll say it, Dave Severance, uh, uh, US Marine Colonel Dave Severance, uh, responsible for one of those most iconic, the most iconic photo, uh, arguably of the Second World War, the raising of the US flag on, on Mount Suribachi and Iwo Jima. John, as always, thanks a million for talking us through uh, his life and times. John Kelleher will be back for another edition of The Last Post at this time next week, and you can listen back to all previous editions that are up on the News Talk App. That is our lot for today's Hard Shoulder. Off the ball is always there up next and I'll be back tomorrow from four. Have a good one.